There's one thing I want to focus on today, but before I get to that, there is an interesting uh, line here in this Gospel reading. When Joseph of Arimathea came to Pilate and asked for the body, Pilate was actually quite surprised. He was sort of impressed that this guy had the courage to do this. And he granted the body to Joseph of Arimathea assuming that he was dead. So that's why he asked the centurion, uh, to, he asked somebody to make sure if uh, Jesus indeed was dead. And when the centurion came back, you know, one of his trusted men, and said that Jesus was dead, of course then Pilate was able to give that, uh, the body of Jesus over to Joseph of Arimathea. But again, it's, it's just kind of an extraordinary little line that sometimes we miss at the astonishment that Pilate had that Joseph of Arimathea had this courage. And that actually brings us to the main topic that I wanted to talk about today, and that's uh, Joseph of Arimathea and the myrrh-bearing women. And it's not simply for their courage. That's one thing that's important, that Joseph and the myrrh-bearing women, and even Nicodemus, as we know, John the Evangelist, they showed great courage. They showed a certain amount of poise, being able to withstand the pressures that were being put upon them by the leadership of the Hebrews in Jerusalem. But what I want to focus on today is really how Joseph and the murdering woman took care of Jesus. Joseph gave his own tomb something that he had hewn out of a rock. He had paid for it, and he had paid somebody. And it's not easy, I'm sure, to carve something out of rock. They didn't have dynamite, so they couldn't blast anything out. So that was an incredible thing that Joseph did just on the first hand, which was to offer his own tomb to Jesus. Then he goes to Pilate. He's so concerned about his Lord and Savior, and even friend, that he goes to Pilate with courage and he asks for the body. Pilate grants it to him. He carefully takes down the body. He buys a linen shroud and he wraps it in the linen shroud. He purchases the myrrh, the ointments that are necessary to help keep the body from smelling as is custom of the Jews in those days when they buried people because after a few days the body would start to smell. Of course, that didn't happen with Jesus. His body never became corrupt. It never was in the tomb that long. But nonetheless, he took care of all of these important things out of his love and concern for the Lord. The same thing holds true for the myrrh-bearing women. They had followed Jesus from very early on. They were people who helped minister to him on many, many occasions. We hear of this because, for example, Mary and Martha are two, the sisters of Lazarus, they are two of the myrrh-bearing women. And we hear in that one Gospel lesson how Martha especially was taking care of the people when Jesus was speaking in the home. Throughout Jesus' ministry, it's not just that these women came at the end. These women were present from very early on. 
And they did all kinds of work for the Lord and for the disciples so that they could do the work that was necessary. They were all part of the same team, so to speak, colloquially in in our day and era. But they did very important things for the ministry of Christ. And they too were also very concerned about Him and wanted to care for Him. Their care even extended to the point of being witnesses of His crucifixion and staying there the entire time He was on the cross. They gave Him a certain amount of comfort, a certain amount of strength or courage to endure what He was enduring just by seeing them there. They helped take Him down from the cross. We see this in our iconography. We see the taking down from the cross over here in our, um, in our church, just, just above to my left, to your right as you're looking. And you see the myrrh-bearing women next to Joseph of Arimathea, John the Evangelist, and Nicodemus helping to take down Christ from the cross, helping Joseph of Arimathea to place him in the tomb to prepare his body. And then they came on the third day, on that Sunday, early in the morning, to put myrrh on the body to make sure that they did everything they could to take care of their Lord and Savior, and even for them, their friend. So we learn some, a great deal of things from Joseph of Arimathea and these myrrh-bearing women that they took good care of Jesus. We must do the same thing. We must also take good care of Jesus. That's why we do our best through our services in the church with our chanting and with our choirs. That's why our churches are adorned with iconography. That's why we use some precious things in the service so that the chalice, for example, the gospel cover and those sorts of things so that we know that we are dealing with something very important and we take care of these things, but more importantly than taking care of these things that are part of the church, we take care of our faith and we're supposed to ensure that that faith, which comes from the Lord, is properly taken care of, is properly guarded, and is properly passed on to those who are coming after us. And the most important thing even is that we are called to be taking care of our brothers and sisters in Christ. The Lord Himself has created us in His own image and likeness. And every time we see one of our neighbors, and anybody out there is our neighbor, not just somebody in proximity. Anyone out there is our brother and sister in Christ. And when we see them, it's our job to take care of them. We can't allow that to be taken up by anybody else because nobody else can do it. Only people who truly love one another can take care of one another. Joseph loved the Lord and he took care of him after the death. The myrrh-bearing women loved the Lord and they took care of him while he was ministering and after his death. And we too need to follow that example. I'm going to bring it up. We can't rely on the president. We can't rely on the governor to take care of things in this situation. It's too big even for them. Our churches are here for a reason. They're to promote the faith, to proclaim the gospel, and to take care of the people of God. 
And in the same way that Joseph and the myrrh-bearing woman took care of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we too should follow that example and make sure to the best of our abilities, because nobody else can do it like we can, to take care of our brothers and sisters. Amen.